Greetings and welcome to episode 233 of the Words About Games podcast, the weekly video game podcast for Words About Games. I'm your host, Amy K. Alexander, joined this week by God of War man himself, Mr. Daffy Mooney. <laughs> Took us a second to realize what t shirt you were wearing. Boy. Was that, was <laughs> <I>? <laughs> um, hello, everybody. How are we all doing this evening? I hope everyone is well. I know someone is pretty well right now as they've got a certain new shiny thing in the background. Hello. <laughs> oh, it's so big. <laughs> uh, yeah, the switch looks very dwarfed by it. Even seeing the even seeing the pictures and compar- size comparisons, and I measured the space out um, with like the dimensions. Yeah, none of that prepared me <laughs> <laughs> for just getting it out of the box. I was like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> Um, like just carrying the box, I can get through the door. Like yeah, that door. You, like yeah, that wasn't even that. that wasn't even a joke either. I was like, I was carrying the box, and I was like, <laughs> and I had to like side step through the door. You had to shimmy through it, side yeah, in. Well, because I got the extra controller as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I'm selling tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like, I fucking need this. I've already, I've got one. Thanks. <laughs> Anybody wants to come over and play on my PlayStation 5, they can bring their own bloody controller. <laughs> That's the way it's always been. <laughs> I mean, you can use my controller. If, I mean, you can bring your own controller if you want to play two-player games. Or you can just keep the controller you already have so we can play two-player games. When oh, we yeah, are sure. on, when, in 2025, when we're finally allowed into each other's houses. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, <laughs> Um, 2025, after we vote the bastards out and get someone else in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, we got political there, ladies and gentlemen. I apologise. There's our 10 vote. There's our ta- 10 There's... down vote, Jimmy. I've so succeeded dislikes. faster than you today. Yay. Just wait. Just you <laughs> wait. When we talked about The Last of Us Part 2 at some point in this video, Moody. <laughs> what? The best game? What do you think is going to happen when we talk about The Last of Us Part 2? Best game of twenty twenty, easily at least ten thumbs up. People are um people are so like calm and chill about that game. I can understand why, because it's the best game of twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. You know you keep you keep saying that and I'm just gonna point out that as much as I love The Last of Us Part Two, you keep saying it as if you think it's gonna be it's that that's gonna make it true. <laughs> Doesn't have to be true for anyone else. <laughs> like, who are you trying to convince? Are you trying to convince me? Or are you trying to convince yourself? Don't have to convince myself. <laughs> that happened halfway through the game. Wow. Didn't even finish the game before you decided to call the best game of the year. Yep. Hack journalist. Whoa, shill, shill, shill. Anyway. Mm-hmm. What's the, no, what is it? It's, um, what's the word? It's what, what are they called? The Sony fanboys. Sony ponies. Sony pony. We must be so many ponies. You're wearing a, you're wearing a God of War t-shirt. I'm wearing a Gravity Rush t-shirt. <laughs> There's a PlayStation Five in the background. That's it. That's Xbox it. We've done. We're done. Out the way in the corner there. I tried so hard to get all of it in the camera. You wouldn't believe 
how long I spent trying to get a shot set up where you could see the shelf and you could see all of this and you could see me and not just see like directly into my uh, wardrobe. It was like, it just, it was impossible. This is the best I could do. <laughs> you can see most like, of the Xbox. No, no there it is. <laughs> you can see most of the Xbox. Mm-hmm. Well, all this stuff was here before. And I wasn't kidding when I said, like, I'm going to need to move all this somewhere. <laughs> it's yeah. not all going to fit yeah, when yeah. I get my PS5 because it's just yeah. fucking gigantic. Mm-hmm. That is true, yeah. Yeah, it is a. He's a beefy boy. <laughs> Twitter.com slash travel. Do you see the picture of, of all of this from a completely new angle? Um, yeah, where was I? Great Rush 2 is great. You should play it. God of War is great. You should play it. Both available on the PS Plus collection on PlayStation 5. If you're a PS Plus subscriber, boom. Had a look through those games and was like, you know what? On top of Bug Snacks and Miles Morales and Astro's Playroom and Sackboy. I don't have Demon Souls, unfortunately. <clears throat> um, I'm just going to install Bloodborne. <laughs> but how fast are you going to try and get Demon Souls, though? Um, I would say there's a strong possibility I will be talking about it in January's first weekly review. <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> uh, I, I just, yeah, I fucking card, right? I, the fucking post. I was lucky that the games came out a week before the PlayStation came out, because then it's sack, sack by only got here yesterday. <laughs> oh bloody hell! I've had mine for a couple of days. <clears> I won't lie. It took mine ten hours to install on my PlayStation Four. Ten hours. I was like, what? Ten goddamn hours. Uh, yeah, I played. Um, I played Astro's Playroom for like an hour and a half. Um, it's already your game of the year. <laughs> not well, no, but as both Miles Morales and uh, and Sackboy were installed in the time I was playing that, it's quick. <laughs> well, that's just sad. <laughs> But yeah, like what I don't get is right. So COD was 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 so like Spider Man was dispatched on the Thursday. Sackboy was dispatched on the Thursday, and then Call of Duty was dispatched on the Friday. Yeah. Right. Um, and then I got I got Spider Man on the Monday, (laughs) COD on the Tuesday, and then Sackboy on the Wednesday. (laughs) So like. I don't know what happened to Sackboy, but Sackboy got a bit lost for a couple of days. <laughs> and then found found his way to my house. I, I, I guess he's been on a on a different adventure, like, to the one that is in the game. Because it's just weird for two days. Which was about well, how I... long it took me to install Call of Duty on my Xbox. <laughs> it's a big fucking game. And it installs in, like, four parts. So every time I was like, the game, the Xbox was like, you need to make some space. I was like, fine. I'll delete that whole because, you know, I've played it, whatever, finished it. And then I was like, cool, I'm going to go back playing Yakuza because, you know, 
why not? And I'm playing Yakuza for ages. And then it would be like, installation stopped. And I'd be like, what, why? And then I'd open it and it would be like, content pack one needs this much space. I was like, fucking Jesus Christ. All right, fine. It needs this much space. Here's like some fucking five gig game. I'll delete that. There you go. Done. And then I go back to playing Yakuza again. I'm playing Yakuza and Hearthstone, and it was like, Installation stopped! I was like, Fucking Christ! Kakata Pack 2 needs another 30 gig! And I was like, We're close to Warzone territory here where I gave up <laughs> on the fucking thing. Because every time I opened my Xbox, it would it would need an update. <laughs> you got it for your Xbox? I thought you would have got it for your PlayStation. I thought about it, but uh, when I decided on the platform, for COD, my thought process had been I won't have a PlayStation yet. <laughs> had I known mm. that Royal Mail was going to be a fucking disaster <laughs> and it wouldn't have mattered anyway, I would have just put it on, I would have got it on PlayStation. Yeah. Um, But no, no, I, I got it on Xbox because I was, I thought I was being clever. And I would, I would have played it over the weekend, already talked about it on a podcast. And no, that didn't, not. Took like five days to get here. Yeah, this Sunday or Monday when the episode releases. Like I'm just gonna sit back and chill and let you talk. <laughs> you've got uh, you've got Sackboy, right? <laughs> I haven't played it yet. <laughs> like I said, um, it took ten hours to install it. Because you can't. I'm taking ten hours to recuperate for it installing. Because <laughs> you can't, you can't, you, you didn't get sent Spider Man and Bug Snacks is the sole subject that we don't talk about. Um, yeah, epic. Yeah. Damn. I really need to get in contact with my internet provider. Yes. Oh, I, I, really I, can, I need uh, to get in contact. I need to speak to someone who ought pays for the internet provider so I they, so I can speak to them. <laughs> you need to you need to play Bug Snacks, you know, Game of the Year twenty twenty. Speaking of Game of the Year twenty twenty, this is the Words About Games podcast. No, it's not a Game of the Year episode. <laughs> no. But it is yeah. an episode where we discuss what's going on in gaming, the games industry, and gaming culture. And in this week's episode, we discuss some of the Game Awards nominations. I've learned by mistakes from, from previous years. We're not discussing every single one. Like the eSports one, that's like a waste of time, a waste of space. I like eSports. Shut up. Uh, we're also discussing the next God of War potentially coming to PlayStation 4, a huge leak from Capcom, and more. Then... After we've done all of that, we'll go over all the new game announcements from the past week. We'll give you a content drop where we recommend some articles you should read and some videos you should watch. We'll tell you what games are coming out over the next week before playing Open Critic Head to Head, where we get the Open Critic average of one upcoming game. And as always, we'll wrap the show up with a post-show discussion to chat about whatever's on our mind. Time times, time times. There are timestamps in the description below the video on YouTube, so you know, and they're also in the descriptions of all of the audio podcasts. So you can watch this video in any particular order you want. You can watch just the bits that you want to watch, or you can watch the whole thing backwards. We don't really mind. We're just glad that you're here. Moody. Yay. Amy. Yay. Shall we? We shall indeed. All right, let's talk about some of the Game Awards nominations. Big thanks to Rebecca Valentine at GamesIndustry.biz for making it into a nice list that was easy to copy and paste. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought I just figured we'd just start with the with the big one, right? <clears throat> yeah, that's um, uh, indie thing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
best score and music now. Best best game of the year. I don't know why I said best. Yeah, game yeah. of the year. Moody, try could you do could you replicate the voice, you know, <clears> from the game awards? Yeah, I'll try. <clears throat> game of the year. Ah shit, that means I've gotta be Jeff Keighley, right? <laughs> the nominees are <laughs> Nah, it's not happening. Animal Crossing, New Horizons, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, and The Last of Us Part Two. What are you? Fantastic list. Mm-hmm. It's a great list. Yes, there's some games that uh, haven't clicked for me on there, but I can't take away their cultural relevance of what has been this year for them in general, especially like Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing is a game that didn't work for me. It's just not for me, but it's a game that worked for millions of people and was talked about for months on months on end. Still to this day, it's basically talked about, which is a fantastic achievement. <clears throat> Doom Eternal, I know I've seen a lot of people on site, online going, why is that one there and everything like that? <coughs> this is what <laughs> democracy does. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, my, my, my thing is, it's one of the... It's one of the biggest games of this year and it was one of the biggest rated games of this year yes there was other games that were just as rated as higher in it there's no doubt about that but it's just i like i'm like what's the problem here a lot of people enjoyed this game what i can appreciate like it didn't work for me i tried it um but i'm um, that type that's that game is just too fast for me i'm just like i'll hold my hand up for that i'm just like just doesn't work for me but it got nothing but love when it came out. Yes, <laughs> no, it didn't. By the end of it, it got very <laughs> overshadowed by Animal Crossing. No, it didn't. Hang on, I refute that based on the fact that that it did get nothing but love from me, <laughs> like the person sitting next to you. <laughs> so, because whoa, hold on. <laughs> I said it got a lot of love. I didn't say it got a lot of love from everybody. Nothing but. I love. didn't say everybody. You said nothing but love. Nah, 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 it got nah, nah. a lot of love. I got said a lot of love. <laughs> Got a lot. It, it did got a lot, lot of love, love, which is which it did. It did get a lot of love. <laughs> don't put words in my mouth. I don't like don't it when put, people. Don't I don't like. I don't like it when people put things in my mouth, Mooney. Without my consent. <laughs> uh, yeah, Doom Eternal. It's a big you, you, game. Just, just to be clear, well. I just just while you go on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you go on. Do your thing. I don't care particularly about the, the nominations for this um so like i'm cool either way like whatever but you, you continue i just told what it feel like. i just feel like i'm being attacked and it's like no hold on i didn't i haven't said I'm anything yet this isn't me he's not talking to me he's talking to other people cool I'm I'm just put, so i'm just putting mine out there i couldn't give a shit either way <laughs> yeah. final fantasy 7 remake did the one thing that everybody was hoping it would do and that was make the remake be at least good, and for a lot of people it was more than just good, especially like for you as well, Amy. It was a great game for a lot of people. I'm still playing it, and I am very much enjoying it. Uh, still got to get around to finishing it, but I, what I've played so far, I have very much enjoyed it, and I can see why this is the, why it is up there. Ghost of Tsushima is one of those games that I haven't touched, and I know it was very mixed for you, it just didn't work for you overall, but it got a lot of love as well again. It's just, it's just one of those things, and Hades... It's, Hades is the big success, success out of all of this. Hades it's the talking indie game. game. It's the, it's the, it's it's one of the best games of the year by a country mile, and it deserves to be there. And The Last of Us Part Two, everyone knows my thoughts about it. Is for me is the game of the year of twenty twenty. No, I don't think you've uh, ever mentioned it. 
No, I haven't at all. I've, ne I've never. I don't think I've ever mentioned ever heard you talk about Last of Us Part Two. Not at all. I don't know. I know it's amazing. It's a, it's a game that came out this year, and I've never mentioned it. But no, yeah, it's all these games for me deserve to be on there. In all, all have unique uh, aspects that just give them the right to be there. You may not like certain games. I don't like all these games, but I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna say they don't deserve it because I didn't like it. I don't like it. That means it doesn't deserve to be there. I'm just like, what, what? That's right, I've got to ask. Who's silly. Been, I've got to ask. Who said that? Huh? I've got to ask. Who said that? There's a lot of people on the internet. You know what it is. It's crazy. Because I've There's seen ten downvotes for us. Because I've seen I people. Wouldn't. I mean, people on the. I mean, just. I mean, I've got this stuff. I mean, I've seen this stuff where you know people have made comments saying I don't like Doom Eternal, which is you know fair enough. You don't like Doom Eternal. You don't like Doom Eternal. Um, and I've seen the stuff where I've seen people talk about like, oh, it's just like the joke I just made about Hades. It's the talking indie game because apparently we can have one, but only one. Um, but that's you know, but a, way more eloquent than I, than I just said. That. That's an unfair job. It's I not think, an unfair job. Yeah, it is. It's ended. Yeah, this is a, it, I mean, if you a, even if you want to go by the, by the groups. And if the at the end of the day that by the tally is all voted by these, yeah. I, bet, I, I bet half of them don't even agree with this list. But they they don't, don't not going to say no. My 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 game's not on there, so I'm going to raise up in arms about it. I think it's just a backhand backhand remark when I hear it's the talk. I mean, it kind of is a backhand remark, but it it, it, it kind of makes sense because the game awards is well for starters the game awards is for the the trailers, not the awards and the music shows. Well, we know that and the the videos. Um, and the celebrity cameos by Vin and the, the celebrity cameos who announced terrible, terrible crimes against humanity. <laughs> <laughs> Even though they're beautiful human pe people, apparently. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, they're lovely people, but like, I mean, yeah, it's just this. This is the Game Awards is about AAA games. <laughs> like they have the they have the awards for best indie game for games for impact. For other game, for, for for they have specific categories where indie games can do well. Game of the Year isn't one of them. I've never really been bothered. Like when you search Game of the Year on Google for whatever year it is, like it brings up the Game Awards Game of the Year. Like, like as the you know how like you if you search in for articles, but if there's like a consensus answer or something, like if you search how long to beat Bug Snacks because you're wondering if you can do it in a day. Um, and it'll it'll bring up like a time based on like the most popular article, and it's like you search game of the year. And it's like it's the game awards gave game of the year. It's like well, no, if I'm searching for game of the year, I'm looking for everyone's game of the year. Well, not everyone's, obviously that would be a lot. But like I'm looking for the list. And it's like I've never really seen. It's cool for the people who made the games. Um, but like yeah, it's like I don't know. Everybody just seems to be getting really worked up around me about about Game of the Year nominations at the Game Awards and I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't mean it's, it's... I'm sorry if you think I'm getting up arsey on you. Just, I just think, like, say the certain, like... For me, I, just, I hear it I, I hear it all the time when it comes to, like, when it comes to, like, the awards and movies and everything like that. I'm just like... <sighs> you, I think... Because nine times out of ten, people haven't even either played the game, so I haven't even watched the films or anything like that, and they just say, oh, that doesn't deserve to be there, or anything like that. And well, it's just like, have you actually seen it? And you don't, Or when you hear the thing, they say, it's the indie darling, so and I just, I always, it just irks me. It, it, it just irks me personally when I hear it. I, don't, I, I literally feel like it is literally your backhand comment, it's a backhand compliment towards anything of it. I'm just like, these people work their asses off on this product, and they deserve to be shouted out, and they are getting shouted out. 
And for me, when I hear things like backhand comments, I'm just like, that's just like, why? What is the point, personally, On for me? I'm just like, these people have put out a great game. And they deserve yeah. it. Yes, do I wish to see more indie games up there? Yes, but it doesn't mean the other games that are there don't deserve to be there. I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> That's how it is for me. Again, Moody, I don't care that much. <laughs> I'm meaning everybody. Like, I know, but like you're having, like it's just, and I'm, I'm, I'm fine with letting you have your space to say your piece, but it's like. You're not really going to get much of a response out of me apart from one joke about the talking indie game. <laughs> like, there's other categories where it's like I have strong opinions and I have strong feelings. Like, because you can judge a single category and look at, say, best score of music was the first one I saw and be like, cool, like, I have opinions about the music of the game. But when you go to Game of the Year and a democratically voted Game Awards thing, which is democratically voted for by all of the different outlets from all of the different countries around the world it's like it's game of the year like game of the year me like best score of music means this was my favorite soundtrack or these were my favorite soundtracks in a video game but game of the year means something different to so many people that having having a game of the year list like like present having a game of the year voted for like this just is pointless it it results in fake games getting in and a lot of people going that's weird because like that there are plenty of games that got better reception than Doom Eternal, but <laughs> I don't deny what. I don't, I don't, <laughs> but like, it's just that's just how this at. works. People will probably have filled in their their ballot form, and they had a space left, and they were trying to think of big games that came out. And Doom Eternal was a big game that came out, so they wrote it on the list. Like, I don't really put that much stock in in other people's games of the year because, like I said, game of the year means something different to me than it probably does to you. And when you have everybody voting on all of their different things for like what they think game of the year is versus what this person thinks game of the year is was it just becomes a, a bit of a mess of a of a category for an award show in this manner when there's like a hundred outlets judging it and all of those outlets have like multiple people working for it it's just like eh, whatever <laughs> so i don't i don't really care <laughs> like not in a okay. way of like it's great for the studios and it's great for the people who work for the studios to have their work recognized like I care about that. I just I don't have a strong enough opinion to, <laughs> to 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 really be bothered by Game of the Year at the Game Awards. So, what is your opinion on Game of the Year? Because, like you were saying, like we both have obviously <clears throat> different opinions when it comes to Game of the Year. What is Game of the Year for you? May I ask? If you if you don't want to answer that question, that's your opinion. No, like when I say like we we both have different, like it means something different, right? Like we're both gonna sit down and construct a list. <clears throat> before January um, to do the podcast um, for Game of the Year. And we're going to approach how we order that list differently. Like, mm -hmm. not just in terms of different games. There'll be different games on your list than are on my list because we have some divergent tastes um, in, in games. But just like when we're judging which game goes at number one. Like, like so we'll probably both get to, say, a top five and be like, cool, now we need to judge which game goes one, two, three. You know what I mean? And order those order those games. And we're probably going to not only have different tastes come through in that, but we're also going to have different thoughts on why a game goes above a different game. If that makes sense? Like, Yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah. I understand what that part means. What do you mean by that? Yeah. Which but is that's like, subjective, though. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Again, 
But, don't, it, but the picking here was sub, is subjective. That's yeah, everything. In my head, it doesn't make sense what you're saying very well. That's all. Which, which it might just be me. But like, what's everything what you just said is subjective. Basically, for the games mm. getting picked on this award was subjective. Exactly. That's why I don't. That's why I don't have like. That's why it doesn't put my back up. What games are on it, and it doesn't really put my back up if a game I didn't like wins game of the year. I don't care about it. <laughs> okay. But like. I'll have strong opinions about the best art direction or the best score of music because that's one specific thing. Game of the Air is everything. It's everything in a game all at once. And there are oh, when it comes to the overall a thousand I'm, people. I'm... There are a thousand people voting on this. I don't know if that's true. There are a lot, though. And it just it becomes a mess. And well, you got to think it's more than a thousand, wouldn't you? I, I don't know. I've, I've been through the judges it. list and I've seen all the outlets and stuff. But like, obviously, I don't know how many people work it. Yeah. Each particular one, like, yeah, I'm just sorry. I'm just trying to explain why. I'm just yeah. (laughs) Amy, I've worked Mm. for you for for almost the entire year now. I am used to your. (laughs) (laughs) There are times. There are times when you just will not get a strong opinion out of me. (laughs) And game of the year at Game Awards is one of them. Now, when we talk about our game of the year, oh, I'm gonna have some things to say. Well, the thing is, when it comes to that one, I, I think it's going to be a fabulous little discussion from three. Oh, definitely. I mean, I'm looking at a lot at those... of them. It's going to be me going. Well, I haven't played that, so I have no comment on that game. Yeah, Just well, you know, you like know. we both know, like, I haven't played as many games compared to what you have, or anything like that. You played way many different games to that I probably would have ever even touched ever in my life. So, like, and that's you know, I, I, I take take my cap off to you, lady. For that, you do a fantastic job celebrating as many games as you can, even if you don't like some of them <laughs> and whatnot. But oh, that's to happen eventually. <laughs> and to be fair, <laughs> I don't not like any of the games on Game of the Year. So, like, yeah, anyone calling Doom or like Ghosts or any of the games on here a trash game has never played a trash game in their lives. Let me oh, yeah. tell you about yeah. a game called Remote Broken Porcelain. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, what I like about this these this awards is that everything what you said from the beginning was right. Like it is all about the celebrities. It's all about the trailers and all like that. But he does in a he does it for me. He does try his hardest to make it also to be a celebration of the games. Yes, he still does do it perfect, and he admits that himself, Jeff Keighley, when it comes to this. And he knows he has a lot of way to still go to start truly tweak this properly. Because for me, they would, for me, I would be like, you show every single award, not it was the person got it off screen <laughs> and his speech is somewhere in the archive somewhere, that type of thing. I don't like that person. Uh, yeah, because we're there to see the game. We're sit. We're there to see the people who did these and everything. That's what you yeah. know. What, what I mean? you wanted to, you wanted to to see the speech from the person who won best indie game. No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, uh, that's the thing. I think they need to. He needs to sort out properly himself. Like when I hear, I know, like it came a meme itself when the guy from, uh, I can't remember his name. The game was it Get Out, or Way Out, Way Out. We're saying fuck the Oscars and all like that. I'm just like. You wish you were the Oscars, personally, mate. 
the game awards wish they Joseph were. Farris, as Joseph Farris definitely doesn't wish he was at the Oscars. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, I meant the game awards itself and Jeff Keighley. He wishes they were just, just as big as the Oscars and everything. So, well, here's the thing about the Oscars. I mean, in, the, Jeff, speech, it, in look, the speech, as well. I'm right, I, mean. I was going to say, it, I'll give you one hint, one tip, Jeff, about the something the Oscars doesn't do. It doesn't show trailers for movies. <laughs> Because when you you put on an event where you're going to show brand new trailers for all these games, guess what the event becomes about? Mm-hmm. So if you want it to go that if you want it to go that way, it's probably going to have to stop showing the trailers. I hope he doesn't. I love the tra- I love the trailers. I love watching the people come out on stage. Like the stuff around the awards is where I'm like, like yay. Like when he gets people out, gives yeah, people lifetime yeah. lifetime awards and stuff like that. It's like and it's cool to see people go up on stage and accept their awards and stuff like that. But like at the same time, Naughty Dog's gonna get up on stage a good few times at this at this show, at this show, and everybody's gonna be like, "Yeah, your game's amazing." And at no point is anyone gonna go, "Yeah, shame about those work practices." <sighs> anyway. We talked way too long about Game of the Year. Now art direction. <laughs> like you can't. You could. I just need to ask before we do the rest of this because I'm. Are, are you going to come at me with this? Are you and at me? I mean, just at Inja. Are you coming out with the same energy on any more of these? Because <laughs> all of this is every game is probably well deserved getting a nomination. Just ask. Yeah, I wasn't ready. You weren't ready? No. I'm sorry if you thought I was coming at you. I didn't mean it to come like that. I love you, Amy. <laughs> it's the PS5, isn't it? You're just jealous. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Like, yeah, 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 you're more interested now. <laughs> Best art direction. Final Fantasy VII Remake Ghost of Tsushima. Hades. Ori and the Will of the Wisps, The Last of Us, Part Two. Interesting list. To uh, point out something, because this came up in our group chat, I'm going to say it really quickly. This category really needs to be split into two categories, <laughs> because the because it got someone really confused as to why The Last of Us Part Two is in an award for best art direction, and it's because until there's a, an award, until there's a, an award for like techno like technical award for graphics, for facial animations, because that's why The Last of Us Part Two is in the art direction thing, like the best art direction of the year, because the facial animations are unbelievably incredible. Um. Obviously, it's got good graphics and it looks very nice, but you know it's a freaking prestige PlayStation Four exclusive title with that costed million billion pounds to make, and everybody worked thirty seven hours a day to make it. But yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. It's like until there's a technical award for like animation and graphical fidelity alongside the art direction, you're gonna find The Last of Us Part Two alongside like Hades, which has which is here because it looks very pretty and has a very distinctive art style. Even if there was that that type of award, I think Last of Us would have been in both of them. Probably, but the Last so of Us probably would have won the technical award and not this award, which is probably going to win. Because I have a feeling 2020's Game Awards are going to go the same way 2018's did, where Red Dead Redemption Two um, won a bunch of awards and then God of War won Game of the Year. 
because everybody was like, well, we'll vote God of War for the game of the year, so we'll have to give Red Dead Redemption 2 a different award, because apparently that's how it works. <laughs> but isn't the Game Awards voted by the people? Not by, no. like, I mean, the audience. People can vote for it, but yeah. it doesn't make a... It doesn't make a big difference to the to the results. No, the judges vote for it, and then the, the there's like a weighting system where the the, the audience votes uh, make up a certain percentage of the end result. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it is. There's, I watched a podcast about it a long time ago where they explained how it all works. Uh, it's yeah, Dave. You got some beautiful looking games here. You got some really beautiful, pretty like oh, Ori, Ori to this day still is one of the be- one of the most spectacular visually games out there. And you got Hades in there, which I think Hades and Ori are the both the ones for me who would be the ones to go for for this game in this one because their art styles are just absolutely fantastic. I don't deny that. I think uh, like I think I voted and I think I've I think I voted for Ori because Ori I was just like it's 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 a flip of the coin when it comes to Hades or Ori. And Ori was just a game that was just like all all in all on board on that. Like, but if Hades win it, I'll be like, there's no problem with that. If Ghosts win it, no problem with that. Final Fantasy VII win it, no problem with that. Last of Us, no problem with that. Next year, all unique art directions in their own unique ways. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. they look great. Best score and music. That was a terrible impression of the game awards announcement. Oh, sorry. I didn't do it for the last one. I apologize. <clears throat> no, I said the last one and then realized I uh, fucked up. Uh, <laughs> but it was too late. score and music. Uh, we have Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Hades, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Hang on, is this list any different? Of the pre- Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> and The Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> now, if there was any award that possibly needed to be separated into awards, it would be this one. Score and music are two different things. Well, so, yeah, score and sound. Yeah, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah music I would consider as the soundtrack. Score is the score. It's the theme. It's the well, the the, the score is the background noise and everything. What you would hear. Well, that would be the audio design. There is a section for yeah. audio design. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Yeah. But yeah, that's how I, for me. That's how I would do. But it there's personally. the. Uh, I don't like. I I mean, the only way I would separate it is licensed music versus composed music. That's what um, I was looking for. Again, all of these spectacular. Oh, I'll ne- oh, Doom Eternal didn't work for me. Can't say anything bad about the soundtrack. The soundtrack is a very good soundtrack. Even though uh, we talked, we thought it had what some bad things about it or something. Ah, uh, there was a the thing with the soundtrack the itself. The, the yeah. released CD, not CD, yeah. but you know, soundtrack. Yeah. The mixing the things, of the. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Nothing no, to do no, with no, the game. No. It's nothing to do with the game. <laughs> oh, no. oh, I know that, but um, but yeah, this uh, all of them are really good. Like Final Fantasies, Final Fantasy for God's sakes! If who would are we surprised that Final Fantasy is not on this, ladies and gentlemen? Final Fantasy always put out a kick-ass score soundtrack in some way, out of way. So yeah, all great there. The only one that I would argue against that probably doesn't need to be there is the one. Uh, that I just can't remember its score very well, which is very surprising, is The Last of Us. Disagree. <laughs> I do remember that score. It is very good. <laughs> oh, there's some really even good setting stuff. aside them. Um, that's the thing about days. it. Like that's why I come. That's why I come down on the pick. Maybe they should separate it. 
the music when there's like the songs where the people are singing in it that's beautiful and everything but the score part of it i think is very forgettable i remember the ori and hades and final fantasy and doom one quite quite easy but doom would be probably more into the music and soundtrack type of thing nah because then you're splitting hairs between classical music and rock and and metal like it it splits a couple too many hairs there but I, i mean i get where you're coming from like even setting aside future days and take on me from the last of us part two yeah i still remember the how intense the soundtrack was like especially during oh. some of the more intense parts oh there were some intense parts there, yeah i remember the fucking thump. like when when you were uh in the basement in the hospital when you were when you were uh, uh, rat king sneaking you no know, the first time with ellie um, um yeah yeah, 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 yeah. When you're in the, when you're hiding from the little fucking sneaky bastards the first time. Oh yeah, I remember. Love those things. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's too scary," and I'm like, "It is, but it's fucking awesome." Fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best no. performance. No, 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 no. <clears throat> Sorry. Best performance. Uh, Ashley Johnson as Ellie in The Last of Us Part Two. Laura Bailey as Abby in The Last of Us Part 2. Daisuke Tsuji as Jin Sakai, Ghost of Tsushima. Logan Cunningham as Hades, in Hades. And Naji Jita as Miles Morales in Marvel's Spider-Man, Miles Morales. I can't comment on that last thing because I played the game. But can I just say I hope Laura Bailey wins just to watch certain corners of the gaming in Twitter sphere just implode in upon itself. <laughs> I voted for Ashley Johnson, but I think Laura Bailey will win this because of what you've just said there. Like, honestly, because of what you've just said there, honestly. She um, took so much shit uh, when the game came out mm-hmm. on Twitter, and I hope she wins it because one, her performance is, is genuinely incredible. Two, like I say, it'd be really funny. <laughs> Oh hell yeah! Because I think she would actually say something. Probably. And three, it would be like it would be like it and like it would just be a nice thing for her to win the award for it after all the shit she got for for playing a character in a video character, game. What she had no control of what the story was going to be or anything. Yeah, um, like I say, I voted for Ashley Johnson, who I think was just as incredible in the game as Laura oh, uh, Bailey. Uh, but obviously, Laura Bailey is probably the most standout because of. The story that happens with her, uh, well, as a character, but obviously the shit that she that she took from idiots online. Um, I haven't played Ghost of Shima, so I can't comment on that one or anything like that. Uh, Hades one. I don't. I don't. Right. Have I missed something with Ghost of Tsushima? Because I played like a fucking twenty hours of it, right? And I was like, it's okay. It's pretty good, you know. Like, didn't set my world on fire or anything. But like I've listened to some stuff, and I'm looking, and obviously I've looked through the full list of nominations for the game awards. And I'm just like, have I missed something with this game? Like I was watching a freaking episode of um, I wasn't watching, I was listening to it because when I was playing Avengers ages ago, um, PS I love you XOXO, and they were like, oh Ghost of Tsushima, yeah, that's better than Horizon Zero Dawn. I was like, really? <laughs> like okay, I don't know if I've just missed something with this game. I just found it like quite cool, but a bit bland. But everyone says it's amazing. I'm like, damn. But that's like with me with, Val- with Valhalla right now. <laughs> I hear nothing. With people I've spoken to, and like they said, it's great. I'm loving it and everything like that. And I'm just like, really? Really? 
Okay. It's made me go back to a 2015 game. <laughs> I mean, you started it. I just played Yakuza. <laughs> anyway, I played Yaka- I started Yaka- Yakuza now, so it's good. I'm all good. Uh, but no, yeah. Um, like I said, I can't comment on the performance. Um, I can't really comment on the Miles Morales one either, even though we have seen him. Because yeah, I mean, we've seen him, but in a different game. game. It's a weird but, thing. But uh, this is full Miles Morales. This is his game and everything. So until... You've played it in comment, and, uh, and hopefully PlayStation, hopefully Boomerang will send me my PlayStation 4 copy, or I'll just go out and buy the bug. It, it'd, be like, really it'd be like, yeah. it'd be like commenting it. on like, on like uh, Orlando Bloom's performance in The Hobbit, but you haven't seen The Hobbit, and you're just basing it based on Lord of the Rings. It'd be a bit weird. <laughs> he oh, did yeah, a really good job in the original Spider-Man, but yeah. uh, so, I but Miles I hear good it, from other games, people absolutely well listen to. I do hear good things about it. And look, I think, right, so. I'm getting to it. Ah. <laughs> yeah. um, Hades was a bit surprised for me. Not that he's not great. I thought it might have gone to the guy who plays the sun. Who yes. you play as, not Hades. Zagreus. Yeah, I thought you would have been him, but you're not. You, you it's a, it's a. Oh, the, uh, the the voice acting and everything throughout the entire game is absolutely phenomenal. I can't take take my hat cap nah, off to, to them. If I was going to give it to anybody in Hades, I'd give it to to the person who plays Meg, just because, like, oh, that voice is, like, I don't even know if the performance is good or not. Just that that voice just goes straight through me. <laughs> it's so good, like that husky sort of um, wispy voice is just like. Oh. I was I saw a tweet about it a couple of days ago as well. That made me laugh. Very good. But um, yeah. Sandra Sad, where's Sandra Sad? Oh, Avengers wasn't very good, yeah. But the one thing I thought we all agreed on <laughs> was that Sandra Sad was amazing. And then all of a sudden she's not here. It's like, God, oh, great, fantastic. But isn't it a bit uh, a strong year this year? Like it goes to shame you made. I mean, it is, but, but also but like I feel like I feel like goes the dice against Tuji. Here, I fucking I learned that pronunciation before we started. Like. I don't know, he seemed a bit flat. Sad was awesome. <laughs> like, look, you did said it yourself, Logan Cunningham as Hades, like, does a great job. Hades is an amazing game. Uh, I don't even remember any of his voice lines, and I've played it for like five million hours. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I remember think... Sad Sad. And she was in one of the most forgettable games of the year. <laughs> but I can remember all of her scenes. <laughs> That's. I think you've just answered your question there. Like, this you is why democracy. This is why democracy in video game awards voting is a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> we've we've got so far over time. We need to keep going. <laughs> Games for impact. Um, if found, Kentucky Route Zero TV edition, Spirit Fairer, Tell me why. Through the darkest of times. This is the first time I've heard of every game on this list. I've only heard of two games on this list. Sparefarer and Tell Me Why, both I will... fantastic games, which I... Yeah, by the end of the year, I will have played them all, but I haven't yeah. yet. I've played 60% of them. Are the other three good? Hell yeah. you played them. Yeah? There's not a bad game on this list, as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. Not very good. Uh, yeah, for only because like, uh, I can only, uh, I can only talk about the games I've played. But you've got two great games there, and Tell Me Why and Sparefarer. Just because of the, they're perfectly right for the title. The games, the games for impact. Just because of what they do for for their certain subject matter, I think they do a really good job. So indeed, 
I'm surprised people remember it. Um, best indie game. Oh, am I going too fast? No, you're not. We've, okay. Mooney, you don't want to know how long we've been going. Uh, Carrion, Fall Guys, Ultimate Knockout, Hades, Belonky 2, Spiritfarer. Sexy, sexy list here. There's not okay. a bad game in there. Not a bad game on the, any of these lists. Yeah. Wait, hold on. <laughs> no, there's well, no, there's not a bad game on any of these lists. Uh, Carrion, like I said, I've just started playing a few weeks ago, and I've really enjoyed my time with it. Fall Guys is is one of the biggest games of the year, which is still doing very well for itself. Hades is either one of the best games of the year. This probably will go to Hades. Um, oh blood- God, I like it's right. <laughs> But it's the only one of the games that's in best game if it... I mean... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> seems like a foregone conclusion, right? <laughs> yeah, this is the thing about when it comes to this type of thing. And it's it's my same thing when it comes to like to the Oscars. I'm sorry we're going to go... We are going long here and I do apologise for this. But it's alright, we'll just cut... Best like, indie game and best, best... I think it's just like, again, is a bit of a backhander towards like... If it's the best game of the year, if it's one of the best games of the year, put it in the best game category. Just make the category bigger in the best game of the year category. Make it like 10 games. And then you can get a nice mixture of a lot of games. You could literally put all those games... You realize what would happen, right? (coughs) Pandemonium? No, you'd have nine AAA games and one indie game. (laughs) (laughs) It's the joke I made from earlier. <laughs> I, I brought know, it back. I know. Even though it's no, not a joke. Yeah, um, indie game is a huge thing in the games industry. So uh, they arguably throw out some of the best games of the year all consistently. Indie game is a weird than... one though. Like yeah. just as a concept, and I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna pull out that thread because otherwise we'll we'll be doing an entire podcast about this. Like it just it's a bit weird. And that's all I'm going to say. And maybe we'll discuss that in the future. All uh, all great games, apart from Swalunky, because I can't say anything about that one. But <laughs> Ian, you have whoa, played that. Well, hang on. <laughs> but, <laughs> I haven't played the game. I haven't played the game. I thought you were throwing shit there. I was like, hang on a minute. <laughs> but you've played it. So, but you have said you've really enjoyed it. Yeah, sure. It's really hard. But you enjoyed it. <laughs> I mean, I did, yes. Best multiplayer. It's really hard. Animal Crossing New Horizons, Among Us, Call of Duty Warzone, Fall Guys, Ultimate Knockout, and Valorant. This is a three-way battle, isn't it? It's a one-way battle. Who do you think wins it? Among Us. You think Among Us wins it? (laughs) Yeah. I would say it's a three-way battle between Fall Guys, Among Us, and and Animal Crossing. Ah, Fall Guys didn't... Like, right, Fall Guys, fantastic game, right? I fucking love it. I, I installed it on my PS5 purely because I'm going to be playing it. It's one of the few PS4 games that I've, I've installed. Um, But, like, it just, it hit and then it went, if that makes sense. Like, it had its moment. Its moment was longer than the moments of most of the games, which is why it's on this and a couple of other lists that we didn't read from, uh, from the rest of the Game Awards. Um... That's it's among us. Up and down, left and right, all day long. But I will put this penny on that. Go on here. 
Yeah. Oh, well, I was gonna say I'll put money on it, but I don't really have any, so. Okay, okay. I just bought a PS5. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know much about Riot Games. This one. I've oh, Valorant. It's like it's like um, it's like that first person shooter. Uh, uh, it's like Overwatch. There you go. That answers everything. Content creator of the year presented by Adobe. Yeah, I should have deleted that part. Uh, <laughs> Alana Pierce. Nick Merckx, Tim the Tapman, Jayanne Lopez, Falky Ray. I'm boycotting purely because Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez isn't on here. (laughs) She is the true content creator of the year. I know she only streamed once, but that's not the point. (laughs) I'm obviously joking. Uh, I've only heard of one of these people. I've just started her new job at a PlayStation company. <laughs> Congratulations! She's having a good. She's podcast. having. She's having a good week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, starts an Xbox podcast. Leaves that Xbox podcast after ten weeks because going to move up to, to Sony. <laughs> yeah, but no, she's had a really good year so far, and I'm really happy for her. She's a fabulous um, lady to what I see. Oh, like, her content yeah, everything. I love her content. Yeah, uh, Tim the Tapman's on here because of the Fall Guys thing. Again, I've never heard of the other four at all. It, and this is was... me because I'm not a big content creator follower. I find my niche. I have my niche. I stick to but, that. Uh, niche. Sorry, uh, his hair. Nothing you said. He he okay. was the one. He was the one that couldn't get a crown, and then the full guy's Twitter account was giving him shit for it, and then he eventually got a crown, and yeah, it's a whole thing. Like uh, okay. when the game came out. I hope Alana Pace wins this. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, Jan. Lopez is pretty cool too. Yeah, right on my head. Don't know. Uh, at Black Girl Gamers on Twitter. Okay. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Again, though, like my opinions on the Game Awards are not strong. I know we said it in the in the opening spiel, but you know what, Moody? We talked for fucking. This is why I didn't want to put it at the start of the fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving on. Resident Evil Village launch date leaked in massive Capcom ransomware attack. This is from ONS Good over at Polygon. He writes, Capcom's plans for new games, including Resident Evil Village's launch, plus the source code of some games and other corporate financial secrets, were leaked overnight Sunday by a ransomware attack that began on November 2nd. The company confirmed the attack, but not the leaked details, in a news release on Monday morning warning that the personal information of as many as 350,000 persons had been compromised. This potentially includes information for both customers, shareholders, and employees. The word both is for two, not three. A copy of the ransom note Capcom received was posted to Reset Error, a group called Ragnar Locker claimed responsibility. The BBC reported that Ragnar Locker's dark web page, where the trove of information was dumped, indicated that Capcom had refused to pay the ransom. Users on Reset Era also noted that some of the information appears to come from 2018, so Capcom's plans for the games mentioned may have changed since then. But, according to the ransom leaks, Resident Evil Village is planned for an April 2021 launch, Monster Hunter Stories 2 is also slated for June 2021 on Nintendo Switch, and it will launch on PC as well. There's also a Battle Royale-type multiplayer Resident Evil on the way, yay, according to leaked information. An Ace Attorney collection for PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch is said to be in the works. 
and Monster Hunter Rise will follow its March 2021 launch on Switch with an October 2021 launch on PC. Most intriguing, the hackers exposed the payments made to Capcom for putting its games on certain platforms. Internal documents said Google Stadia paid Capcom $10 million for Resident Evil 7 and Resident Evil 8, and Sony paid $5 million for Capcom to make Resident Evil 7 for PlayStation VR, plus a timed exclusive on the game's DLC. Um, and then they're investigating it. And there's a few code names for, for stuff, but there's not really any point in speculating about what a code name might mean. Um, so we've got a bit of information in a very shitty, terrible way. Yeah, first I hope the people the personal information has uh, the people whose personal information has been leaked have been informed and they've been able to change things as quick as possible. We don't want to hear things like this or anything like that. Obviously, we heard this when the E3 happened two years ago yeah. or year, last year, so to say, and there was a whole debacle when it came to that type of situation. So I hope they've been able to sort that out as fast as possible. Um, <clears throat> uh, when it comes to the games or anything like that. Um, I always thought it was either going to be January or April. Like they, they Resident Evil Three was April this year. Um, even though they, the last, the last few games were all in January. Like they do, it seems like they are maybe moving to April now, which is yeah, that's what they want to do. That's what they want to do. April twenty twenty one. It's not a bad day. Nothing wrong with it. Well, not a bad month. So, uh, Monster Hunter Stories too. Uh, is that like the sequel to Hunters or? or no. Uh, world. Oh, world, 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 world. I mean, yeah, world. Sorry. No, uh, I was about to say something in total earnest, and you were going to think I was absolutely being a dick. <laughs> it's the sequel to Monster Hunter Stories. <laughs> and you would have been like, well, if I could know that, I can read. And I would have been like, I'm just saying. It was the game that came out on DS. It, had sto- it was more story-driven than the other one, which is more open-ended, and more. it feels a bit more like a game as a service. Even though it's not, but it kind of is. It's in that weird. I place. love how you see, how you somehow make yourself look like a dick when I'm not even saying anything, and I wouldn't have even said anything even if you did anything. I would you would like... have said like Monster Hunter Stories Two. It's a sequel to Monster Hunter. You would just assume I was being sarcastic. Oh yeah, let's <laughs> think about it. But um, no, but I wasn't. Um... <laughs> the main one is obviously the Resident Evil. It's we all know what it is right now. Um... It depends if you're a fan of Resident Evil or not. That is true. That is true. Amy, what your your hopes for were dashed by Resident Evil Three this year? Um, I've... even. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm fine. Well, Resident Evil Village looks cool. Like what at the minute, you? though, it's like games. 2021 games aren't on my radar right now. Yeah, because we're still in 2020. Um, so <laughs> it's like... A brand new, shiny thing behind you. <laughs> so it's like, once we get to the Game Awards and I'm past all of the big games, apart from Cyberpunk, I'm past all of the big games, then I'll sort of be like, okay, cool, now I'm going to take stock of like what's coming out next year. And the Game Awards helps with that hype because it, it brings trailers and, and reveals and stuff like that. But like right now, it's like, dude, I got so many games. <laughs> like Right now, it's yeah. like... What do you think of Resident Evil Village? Well, I mean, first I've got to get past the 20 games I've got left to play between now and January. But no, like, um, I'm remembering the trailer. It was one of the werewolves and the vampires and stuff in it, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That looks pretty good. Chris Redfield apparently kills... It's Resident Evil 4 again, which is fine. Resident Evil 4 was pretty good. Chris Redfield's murdering people, like... Okay, cool. Hashtag the Chris we always needed. 
some people are starting to like hashtags about it. And I'm just like, I mean, eh, it's their story. They can take it wherever they want. <laughs> um, I'm excited for Monster Hunter Stories 2 because it'll give me an excuse to turn my Nintendo Switch on for once. Um, can switch between two white consoles right now. Like, yeah, it's just there and it's just not doing anything. <laughs> right now, it's like, I, uh, but um, that'll be fun. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise. I'm not sure what that game actually is supposed to be. Is that the sequel to World? <laughs> I don't think either of them is the sequel to World. Um, you gotta think they're doing that, right? Oh, yeah, god, I, but it might be, but I don't know. It's weird. World's still a big deal. And this is only coming to Nintendo Switch. And World isn't on Nintendo Switch. So I just wonder if this is like a new Monster Hunter game that they're putting on Switch because Monster Hunter World isn't on Switch. Um, (laughs) So they just... And they can't put Monster Hunter World on Switch because it's too big. Um, So I'm just wondering if they've just made a separate game just for Switch. That's probably what it is. Um, Will any of these really stick? Eh, probably not, but... Who knows? We'll see. They paid a lot. Stadia paid a bit of money to get two Resident Evil games, though. Mm-hmm. One that was already out for like two years. That's interesting. Capcom on the side. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Put, yeah, yeah. I've put some money to um to like the deals that go on, like five million dollars for them to make it for PlayStation VR. And get the timed exclusive for the games DLC. Yeah, they're like. And like I'd love to be just get I'd love to be able to compare that with like one other deal, you know what I mean? Like so you got you got you gotta be thinking like obviously like uh, it was obviously the thing when Microsoft bought Bethesda that the rumor was that for a lot Sony more. Were, uh, well, not but the Sony were asking how much do you want for exclusivity for Stardust <laughs> for the first year or whatever. You can only imagine how much that was going to be compared to this, you know. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, because it's, it's impossible to know if 5 mil is cheap, right? Oh, no, that's Like, true. it sounds like not a lot of money. <laughs> like, in, in the grand... I mean, it sounds like an astronomical amount of money that I will never see in my lifetime. What I mean is... In, yeah, we could live off that money. <laughs> Like, oh, I could just do whatever I wanted for the rest of my life. But in terms of, like, game dev, and in terms of, like, how much it costs to make games, $5 million is not a lot of money. Like, yeah. and that's weird that it only cost so like it fascinates me to be like how much is the deal with between playstation and activision worth for like call of g like yeah i'd love to know like i'd love to just know how much stuff costs <laughs> like how much this stuff costs like i wish the games industry wasn't so secretive because <laughs> when we get to know stuff it's really fascinating um we're gonna have to start Skipping forward, let's do this one though because you know. Ubisoft removes Skull and Bones studio managing director named in sexual assault, sexual misconduct allegations. This is from Matt Wales over at Eurogamer. He writes, Ubisoft has reportedly removed another member of its senior management team. This time, Hugues Recall. Shit, I didn't, re- I didn't check the pronunciation of that before the show. I was so focused on the guy who played Jin. The managing director of the publisher's Singapore studio, which is currently working on Skull and Bones, following the result of a leadership audit. Rico was one of those singled out over the summer when multiple Ubisoft employees came forward with allegations 
of serious sexual misconduct aimed at senior members of staff. In reports by Gamasutra and Kotaku, sources accused Rikor of bullying, demeaning comments, retaliatory action and sexual harassment. He said to have made suggestive comments about female employees' clothing and encouraged staff to kiss him at work events. In a new email to Ubisoft staff seen by Kotaku, the publisher has now confirmed Rikor's removal from his current position, writing, quote, Effective immediately, Hugues Rikor is no longer managing director of Ubisoft Singapore. Oh, fuck it. Um... The results of the leadership audit that was conducted in the last few weeks by our external partners makes it impossible for him to continue in this position. End quote. It's unclear if Rico remains with the company, however. Ubisoft announced it would investigate all allegations made by employees and audit its existing policies, processes and systems with assistance from specialist external consultants back in July, saying it was, quote, fully committed to taking any and all appropriate disciplinary action, end quote. Since then, the company has seen a number of high-profile resignations, departures and suspensions involving senior management, including Splinter Cell and Far Cry creative director Maxime Belland, Vice President Tommy Francois and marketer, marketer Andrian yep. Assassin's Creed Valhalla creative director Ashraf Ismail also stepped down after allegations surrounding his personal life were posted on Twitter. In an update on its cultural transformation shared last month, the publisher said it had put in place the actions and resources necessary to address these issues, including compulsory anti-sexism and anti-harassment training, the recruitment of a new VP of Global Diversity and Inclusion, and the establishment of a content review committee, quote, to ensure that the group's content and product marketing is aligned with Ubisoft's values of respect and fairness, end quote. Ding dong, another idiot has gone. first one always gets me. We're going to do training. Like, motherfucking nobody pays attention to training. Uh, this is another thing. This is another idiot that shouldn't have been in a job for terrible things that he were doing yeah. and has been removed. Should have happened earlier. Yes. But at the end of the day, it's, at least they're getting rid of him now. It's better yeah. that they are getting rid of him and not getting rid of him because they could have just been like, "Well, yeah, yeah they don't. No, we don't know. There's nothing wrong with these people whatsoever. They are not on it this at all. We're going to dig our heels in because we are stupid." Well, as uh, you but, again yeah. point, pointed out, they didn't actually say they got. They didn't actually say he doesn't work at Ubisoft. They just anymore. They just said he's not the managing director of Ubisoft Singapore. Whether they've sacked him or they've just demoted him is unclear. Uh, you got. I mean, I want to say, I want to say that said, what you're saying is right. You are what you're yeah. saying is factually right from the article itself. We can hope that they have probably got rid of them from the company altogether. I mean, it would be, it would be nice, but right now I'm not, not really giving Ubisoft much benefit as a day. And they don't deserve it, and you are spot on to doing that as well. So, um, hopefully, he has been removed from the company in general. Um, but what you know, you are right what the article says. So, we got to remember, Yves Gilmore either knew all about this. Or is the world's biggest idiot, or both? <laughs> so you know, if it's one of the latter two, you know, and we both know it's the third option, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we know it is. Then you know he's stupid enough to do just about anything. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sorry, but until it goes through the actual leadership, like so, we've got the leadership at the studios, and it is good that it's seen. It is good that this is seen to people who have been like directly accused of very bad things at the company but there's also that layer above where hugo's record sits of like the people who run the company and who ran the company and all of this happened under their watch <laughs> and they appear to be insulated from this uh this 
this leadership order, as they call it. That's what it looks like, because I can only go off what I know from what's been said and what's been told to me and whatever and what I've read. So, Um, so right now it's like, nah, I mean, it's a nice, nice first step or third step or whatever step it is, but it's a nice whatever, whatever one of those steps they've already done before. Yes, this is good, but you know, I'm not going to suddenly start singing Ubisoft's praises. Oh, that's going to be a long time before we do anything of that, really. Um, like if if Valhalla was good or anything like that for me, I would be saying this. You know, this is a good game. The people who worked their asses off and do it is is well done to them and everything like that. But um, yeah, this is good. But this. I still wouldn't give praise to Ubisoft still towards yeah. it or anything like that. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's the asterisk, right? Assassin's Creed, like, and again, in your opinion, it's not. But if you had said it is, it would have been Assassin's Creed Valhalla is good asterisk, but also this happened. This being, you know, massive systemic harassment, bullying, workplace misconduct. Yeah, everything. Racism, sexism, transphobia, you name it. <laughs> it was a fun summer. Um, let's do the MPD breakdown. Because I really don't want to talk about this anymore. Till the next one. Till the next time it happens, anyway. Uh, MPD October. The numbers came out like an hour after we finished recording the podcast last week. It was right there. (laughs) Timing was impeccable. Ah, Anyway, and we had space last week because last week was a slow news week. (laughs) But now we're doing it down here. An hour into the show. Um, we got the top 10 best-selling games of October 2020. At number one, FIFA 21. At number two, Madden NFL 21. At number three, Watch Dogs Legion. At number four, NHL 21. At number five, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. At number six, Super Mario 3D All-Stars. At number seven, Animal Crossing New Horizons. At number eight, Star Wars Squadrons. At number nine, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. At number 10, Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. Not surprising to what's in the top two, at least. Um, um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm looking at the note underneath that says one of those is a bit of a surprise. <laughs> what? I didn't catch that. Uh, so I'll just read the first note um, that's underneath. Uh, FIFA 21 was the best-selling game of October. The first time a FIFA franchise release has launched at number one in the US market. And that's not surprising. I don't know. I did. FIFA never never does big, but Madden's the main game in America. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. This is the first time FIFA's debuted. This is oh, the first time oh. FIFA's debuted at number one oh, ever oh, in okay. history. I got my wires, got <laughs> yeah. wires crossed there. I thought you were meaning that you were surprised that. Yeah, okay, I got my wires no, crossed. No. Um, I am incredibly shocked that FIFA 21 was the number one best-selling game in in the United States. In October. No, 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 you're not wrong. It likes it. It's just, it's just, it's two sports games. Two, I could be the biggest sports games Whoa, in the world. Let's, so. let's, let's expand it and get, get the good sports game in there as well. See, there's three sports games in the top four. <laughs> well, that's in the top two. So. Uh, yeah, you got three sports games in the top four. Watchdogs Legions, uh, congratulations in the top three. Like you say, the game didn't work for me personally, but um, yeah, sales wise, it's obviously done. Do you, do, uh, should I do my speech about games that are too big to fail? Again. Huh? I'll leave it. I just, I just said congratulations. That's all I said. No, 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 no. I was just like, no, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. 
I'm making a joke uh, about the speech I've made like 700 times. Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. That. Okay. Damn, yeah, it's a Mario game, but um, this is uh, how Mario big, Kart. How, it's Mario how Kart in your house. Have, yeah, but how big are people's rooms? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's Mario Kart in your house. That's true. Yeah, that's like, true. Like yeah. you don't even need it. That's the sales pitch, right? Like that's it. That's that is, all you need. Yeah, that's all the sales pitch was when they, they didn't even have a concept. They didn't even have a game playable demo or anything like that. They literally just <laughs> went in and went, "This is <laughs> Mario Kart in your in your home." Not surprising. Animal Crossing, not surprising. Star Wars, not surprising. Call of Duty Modern Warfare, just getting ready now to drop out, probably getting for the new one, what's just dropped. I'm going to clip Crash that. Congratulations. congratulations. So. I'm going to clip the part where you said it's getting ready to drop out. <laughs> we'll see. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I know, but I get, to, like, I get to replay it to you and be like, do you remember when you said this? And you'd be like, ah, shit, I did say that. Um, I read the thing about fever. So, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> NHL 21, great, great hockey game. I don't know if it's like a massive improvement on NHL 20, but it's a massive improvement on like NHL 14 or whatever the last one I played was. So, good <laughs> um, <laughs> But I played a shit one five years ago. It wasn't shit. It wasn't Ow. shit. It's just, it's been like six years or five years or whatever since I played that one. And it's a bit of an improvement in many categories. Yeah, Nintendo is going to be the the software market leader for a while, I'd imagine. Because now we're in that place where it's like, PlayStation 4 and Xbox are still a thing. Uh, Xbox One, sorry, are still a thing. But now it's like, it's flipped where it's like, okay, so Switch is now the best-selling current generation console. Yeah. So their games and their games always sell well anyway, um, so. which is cool. Like you get like a thing like Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, which I'm not gonna lie, kind of want. <laughs> it's Mario Kart in your house. I'll I'll play that. <laughs> Amy sold. I was exactly like I mean you don't be sold. You just. Drive around your house with a little go kart, and it's Mario Kart, and then all of a sudden the fucking cat comes out of nowhere, and it's like, oh shit! Like, come on, man, best Mario Kart game ever. My question is, and I don't know the answer to this, and I could look it up, but I'm going to ask the question: Is it multiplayer? Because <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> just be like, just be like driving around, like say me and you are driving around. You're like, you start winning, I'd be like, oh yeah, you start winning, I'll just fucking run up boot your fucking car off the track. <laughs> yeah, what do you think of that, motherfucker? And then that's how every game would end. <laughs> Unsportsmanlike yeah. conduct. <laughs> um, Watch Dogs Legion debuted as the third best-selling game of October, despite having only three days of sales tracking in the month. NHL 21 entered the charts as the fourth best-selling game of October. Launch month dollar sales were the highest for an NHL release since the September 2015 launch of NHL 16. Nintendo Switch set a new US October hardware dollar sales record, besting the previous high set by Nintendo Wii in October 2008. I'm pretty sure it's still not like every month. <laughs> like in 2020, I'm pretty sure I read that note for every month of 2020. Uh, and last note is nine of the top 20 best selling titles of October were published by. Nintendo. Congratulations, Nintendo. Indeed. The best 
top 10 best-selling games yet to date. Now, Moody, you'll be looking at this, and you'll be like, there's numbers in brackets. And I'll be like, and I'll be like yes. No, I know what you mean. I know what cool. you mean. Cool. Because there's no new games, <laughs> but there was changes. So I put the, the previous positions on yeah. there. And number one, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Number two, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Number three, Madden NFL 21. Number four, The Last of Us Part 2. Number five, Ghost of Tsushima. Number six, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Number seven, Marvel's Avengers. Number eight, Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Number nine, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Number ten, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. And I just look at Mario Kart 8 Deluxe at number nine, and I just think, just when I thought you were out. <laughs> they pull me they back pull in. you back in. <laughs> uh, Son of a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, like, it's insane for Kataguroth. It's been in the top 10 since it came out in January. And it's just kept on plucking away. Obviously, it's worked for people. Obviously, I think it's probably more the Asian market that's probably keeping this in this. And um, this is literally, there. yeah. Asian American. Because it's the yeah. US. But what I will say is the same thing I said last year when Jump Force did the same, the same thing. Is like, there's a dedicated audience for this type oh. of game. Yeah. And they will buy it. Uh-huh. Like, straight away. And uh-huh. and it happened with this and Jump Force. Um, and it will happen with Guilty Gear next year, I imagine. Um, like, it's cool, man. I mean, it'll disappear next month. So we should, like, we should definitely talk about it, like, now. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> um... it's COD's coming out this month. It's gone. <laughs> It's gonna be inter- It's gonna be interesting how long if Avengers is still in there by the end of the year. I don't because even know if Avengers is still gonna be in there by the end of November. <laughs> that's the thing about it. Yeah, like I, I said, the end of the year just because yeah, we've only got what yeah. two months, left, six weeks left of the bugger. So um, yeah, like because we won't find out the yearly results until like mid January. Yeah, so that's gonna, I'm gonna be just because obviously last week we talked about that this game has not made any money. It's actually lost them what, what was thirty million dollars. Yeah, thirty million. million. So they made they lost a lot of money on this game. Uh, but we'll see what happens. No, I think far. Avengers is is going to be a cut off point. So I think for, Final Fantasy VII Remake will sit in at number, not necessarily at number ten. But I think Final Fantasy VII Remake, of everything that's on the list right now, I think that's your sort of your line. So I think the four games underneath it will disappear by the end of the year and be replaced oh. by Cyberpunk, Assassin's Creed, Call of Duty. Something else? Um, Miles? Nah, Miles. The thing is, Miles, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's the honest answer to that question. I don't know if Miles is going to hit the top ten. Like, we'll FIFA see. 21 was the top-selling game of October 2020, and it didn't grab the top yeah, 10. <laughs> it did not hit the top 10. Like... FIFA, Call of Duty, Valhalla, and Cyberpunk. Um, like Maybe FIFA. Maybe Hyrule Warriors, you know. Maybe Hyrule Warriors, just because of Nintendo's yeah, insane attach, right? Yeah. Um, for new games, like, I could see it. I, to be honest, though, I could also see, like, instead of that... I could see like Mario Kart or Super Mario 3D All Stars hanging around in the top ten. Like both of those games moved up, and that's very rare in in the year to date top standings. You know what I mean? Like games don't generally move up, up them. Um, 
and two games did. Like, and NFL swap places with The Last of Us, but we were kind of waiting for that to happen. Um, yeah, that was going to happen eventually. I could see 3D All Stars all Mario Kart 8 sticking in there. It's going to be a fascinating. But it is, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, Card, Valhalla, Cyber Crunch. I just said the joke off of I said the private joke off of our uh, off of our spreadsheet, and I didn't mean to. <laughs> Cyberpunk will all be in there, and then it just depends what the the last one is. Because I this we had the same question with Anthem last year, because Anthem hit the top ten and then just started slowly moving down. And the question was, is this still going to be in the top ten? Is this game going to both be a failure and one of the best selling games of twenty nineteen? It wasn't. But it was fun to think about for a while. Okay, we got three rapid-fire Xbox stars to close this news story part of the podcast out. I decided just to put very small snippets of stories in here because I didn't want to read full articles with three Xbox stories. But you can kind of sum up with with the headlines, to be honest. First one, micro- now, how do you want me to do this? Because you've never done a rapid-fire one before. Do you want me to read all three at once? Or do you want me to like read one, stop, read one, stop, read one, stop? Read one, quick thoughts, read one, quick thoughts. All right, cool. One. Number one, Microsoft wants Bethesda games first or better or be- or best on Xbox. This is from Matt Kim over at IGN. Here it- first or better or best. What's the difference between better and, and best on Xbox? Surely uh-huh. if it's better on Xbox, it would be best on Xbox. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft wants Bethesda games first or better or best on Xbox this is from Matt Kim over at IGN who brought very a part of this Xbox CFO Tim Stewart spoke at the Jeffries Interactive Entertainment Virtual Conference it's a mouthful, last week as transcribed by Seeking Alpha and gave more details about the company's plans for Bethesda and Xenomax games and cross-platform quote what we'll do in the long run is we don't have intentions of just pulling all of Bethesda content out of Sony or Nintendo or otherwise but what we want is we want that, that content in the long run to be either first or better or best or pick your differentiated experience on our platforms. We will want Bethesda content to show up the best as on our platforms. End quote. Okay, so basically he's just saying it's good. he expects the games to be better on the Xbox platforms, obviously Game Pass, PC, and the, and the mobile, whatever, what they're going to be doing for it. Uh, this is not a surprise. There. <laughs> We want our studio's output to be run best on our own console. No kidding. (laughs) Yeah, not a surprise. The full part's even more confusing than the headline. First or better or best or pick your differentiated experience. Did someone hit? Did someone hit Tim Stewart on the head before he went to go make this speech? Maybe he was drunk. Maybe he was drunk. That'd be amazing. He was just like super high, and he was. Just... <laughs> and Mac Kim just didn't want to say anything. This guy was drunk. Everybody, when he went everybody out. was too polite to say anything, but this guy was super wasted. Um, <laughs> yeah, this obviously. Yeah, ob- I'm just gonna say obviously. Like timed exclusives are gonna be a thing, and yeah, the other stuff will be handled probably by Game Pass. Moving on, <clears throat> Halo Infinite will skip December's Game Awards. There's a whole quote here from the community director of Three Four Three. I'm not going to read it. Moody, Halo oh, Infinite will skip December's Game Awards. We ain't seeing this game until E3 next year, so yeah, that's not surprising. Um, 
they do say something they can try and offer a high level update within the next few weeks then why not the Game Awards then? Because they're not going to put a trailer out there, because that would require them to actually put together a trailer or a demo. And who 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 has the time? I'm in full <laughs> crisis crunch mode right now. Um, yeah, uh, this is not surprising. No, but they so. would be in crunch mode if they were trying to build a demo for uh, the Game Awards. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily E3 because we don't really know what Microsoft's plans are for the first half of 2021. I gotta assume they're gonna not gonna wait until like May June time to put something out, purely because they've got a new console to spot. And now that the option exists for them to do gameplay, show, reveal, whatever's faster than necessarily is like been historically dictated by things like E3 and Gamescom and whatnot, I could see them like pushing something out in February March time just to keep people like. I don't want to say interested because if you bought the the Xbox Series X or S, you, you're already in in there. But um, like I could see them putting something out just to keep people up to date with what their new console is gonna do. I think they'll go for it. It's, it's, I think it's fifty fifty. For me, like you say, for me, if I was them, I would literally stay quiet until E three. For me, like you say, I know like what you said. We don't know what their plans are for all the way up to June and everything like that. They might not even be doing E three. Probably, even though they've said they would hope to go back to E3 next year, blah blah blah. I mean, they're doing a digital event. Then, even if E3 is a thing, they'll still want to be doing digital because they were committed to doing digital events till July. Yeah. So, um, yeah, for me, I say hold to to E3. I don't think they want the same backlash as they had before. So, for me, they give this game as many as long as they can to make sure they have a game that looks to what the. F- Fanboys and fangirls out there want to see. I mean, that's never going to Well, you know what I mean. (laughs) So, we'll see what happens. That was a lot longer than that. No, that's fine. I just want to make a good game. I don't give a fuck what the brutes look like. I'm going to kill them so fast, I'm not even going to notice. Well, because I'm that good at Halo. And I'll be talking about it. They've got a run button. The run button is in the game. And. Bonus content by then will probably be yeah, out of quarantine. So what you'll actually get to see is me then just suddenly come out of nowhere and just deck him and be like, "I've waited three years to do that." Amy, <laughs> Amy, super punch. You want to see a run button? And you'll just see me running towards you. I'll give you a run button. I do can. <laughs> uh, the last one is Microsoft expects Xbox Series X shortages until April. Um, and the re- the way the reason it's April is because they're expecting it through the first calendar quarter of 2021, which ends on March. Uh, transparent, honest. Yeah, like it, it's longer than like I feel like they have to be a bit transparent because normally you start seeing like con- new consoles get restocked in sort of like the January to February time, like unless they're historically like quick at selling like the Wii, um, but. So it's a bit longer. So they just come out and said, "Yo, it's gonna be might be a bit longer." Um, uh, at the end of the day, people, the sort Nintendo consistently keep themselves to have a sort. It's all the time, but that's a sort of strategy by them to keep the urgency to want to be wanting. I need this console type of thing. So Microsoft, if all goes well, that'll be able to do that for April and literally be saying, "Boom." New consoles coming out, boom, this date, yada, 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 go get one now. 
type of and thing. And then so. I will put one. Ah, no, my Switch. <laughs> and then I will put it. I went for the PlayStation. I was like, and then I will put it right here. Hello. Hello. I don't know which one I'll have, but I'll have one of them. I'd say probably the, the S for you. dust as well. Um, I was thinking about it, you know. I was really legitimately like, maybe I could just get the S. But then it's like, yeah, you know, but then the X is better. So, and better is also best, which is a concept we obviously need to explain to some people at Microsoft, but, um, I tied those jokes together that I just couldn't find the end of the sentence. Damn it! <laughs> Because you needed a gin in your in your hand to be like. I needed to take the sip, didn't I? I needed to be like. Yeah. I needed to be like. But and better is best, which is something we need to explain to people in Microsoft, and then just put the finger out. <laughs> what was I talking about? <laughs> New game announcements, Mooney. Yeah, I left. I was smart. I left placeholders <laughs> for things I knew were getting announced today. <laughs> Because I had yeah. lots to do while I was wait while I was watching a yodel van on my screen, pinging around my town. She's just outside, looking outside a window. No, I wasn't. Less. <laughs> it was because it had the last two stops were on my street. <laughs> so, so I what, did like, for the I last couple of stops. Yeah, I was like, "Ooh, there he is!" <laughs> um, yeah, we got some new game reveals. IO Interactive is developing an original James Bond 007 game. I can't think of many studios who'd be a better fit for a James Bond game. <laughs> Not gonna lie. <laughs> That's a good one. I know my co-host on my podcast, uh, Henry, is very excited by this. Yeah. I figured they were doing something... Like, I know it's a licensed IP, but I figured they were doing something new. What I find fascinating is the second any studio ever says... We're going to announce something. Everybody always just goes through all of the sequels they could possibly think of. Like it happened in our group chat. <laughs> Where you posted the link saying, I was going to announce something on Thursday. And I made the joke of like, lol, I'm going to be busy on Thursday. Because, you know, PlayStation. And, but then everyone was like, Caden Lynch, that other game. And then I made another joke. That game. Mini Ninjas 2, Honey, I Shrunk the Ninjas. And no one seemed to get that I was joking. I feel like I made it really, oh, really explicit. <laughs> I feel like I made it really explicit by, by you know, with the title of the game. <laughs> Only I shrunk the ninjas again. <laughs> I mean, if they released a game called Mini Ninjas 2, Honey, I shrunk the ninjas again, that would be amazing. <laughs> but I don't think they'll do that. Emmy's game of the year. <laughs> Hell yeah, just for the title alone. I'd be like, look, game, <laughs> the game's shit, it doesn't run very well, and it's boring, but look at that title. Tell me that's not game of the year material. <laughs> what happens for books that lays down title alone has made it game of the year. No, no, the song. It's the song. Without the song, it's just it's just the title. But you 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 talking about book snacks? You know, it's the whole thing. Uh, there's also going to be a Blood Bowl three pre-order beta coming out early twenty early twenty twenty one. And Stardew Valley Update 1.5 is, quote, in the home stretch, end quote. I like Stardew Valley. I should play Stardew Valley again. I was thinking of buying it. I played it but for, like, 
Do I really want to do that? <laughs> well, I don't know if this tale will help or or like dissuade you or like help you decide to buy it. But I played it for like a four day weekend, hmm. and I had to cut myself off. Like I didn't say, "Ah, well, I'm done now," or "I've got everything I need out of this game," or "I'm just going to stop playing." It was literally like I have to delete this game. <laughs> and walk away and detox because otherwise I'm going to lose even more time <laughs> to playing this game. It's very good. <laughs> but it's also like it's one of those games where you can just keep going, okay, now I just need to do this one thing and then I'll go to bed. And then you do the thing, but then there's something else and you go, well, I'll just do this thing and then and then I'll go to bed and then you go, but then I just need I could do this and then oh, once I've finished that, I could go and talk to this person. Oh, and then I could go get some fish. And oh, I'm right. Well, I'm next to the mine. I might as well go in the mine and do some mining. And then you come out and you're like, well, I better sell all this stuff. Um, I better like store all this stuff before I, uh, before before I like log off. Otherwise, I'll forget. And also, I got a lot of stuff I could sell in the store. So I'll play the, hit the store on the way back. And then, uh, uh, oh, look, there's there's such and such a character. I'll go and talk to them. Oh shit, they just reminded me about this other thing. And, and then the next thing you know, it's like six o'clock. Sun's coming up. <laughs> And that's how Stardew Valley's played. <laughs> and what, even when you see the sun coming up, Moody, what do you do? You go, well, I'll just do this one more thing before I go to bed. <laughs> Next 24 hours later. <laughs> yeah. I'm putting kidding, man. It was bad. Um, but also an amazing game. We got some release dates. I'm going to read the first three um, are all February 5th, 2021. Neo 2, the complete edition, is coming to PS5. Uh, and it's also coming to PC, and that means that Neo 2 is coming to PC, because it's not on PC right now. Uh, and Neo Remastered is also coming to PlayStation 5. I like Neo 2. This is good yeah. news. Marvel's Avengers Kate Bishop taking aim launches December 8th. They, uh, they sent an email to me right before we did this podcast. Where they were like, this is happening. And I was like, oh, cool, finally. And then I opened the email and I was like, what are you getting it? And then it was like, here's a story description. And I went, uh-huh. But what are you getting it? And there was nothing in the email. <laughs> like, new mission types, new new maps, maybe. Anything, new enemies, new bosses. And it was literally just like, in Take a Game, you play as Kate Bishop, and this is the story. And then it was like, and this is just chapter one of season one of the... And I was like, I mean, I know most of this already. Like, the only new information is the release date. And then I had to, like, look around the websites. And it turns out there was a... Turns out, Moody, there was a whole video, and I didn't even know about it. <laughs> like, they did they did one of their war tables. Yeah. And I was like, you'd think as somebody who was trying to keep up with the game, like, I would have known about the war table. But I didn't. <laughs> that's not a great sign. No, that's true. <laughs> I didn't even know about it. So. Yeah, but you don't like the Well, that's, sorry. I'm you've never played the game. Like yeah. yeah. I stopped myself. I have, no, I have no interest in the game. Uh, Call of the Sea launches December 8th on PC, Xbox Series X, and S, and Xbox One. It's also going into Game Pass. Gwent Free Expansion, The Way of the Witcher. Coming December 8th on PC and mobile. December 8th is starting to be a busy day. <laughs> I mean, not for us, because we won't be playing any of this. That's true. Um, there were no delays, as far as I know. 
Uh, you have three games on Epic Games this week. Elite Dangerous and The World Next Door until November 26th. Tom plays Elite Dangerous, like, a lot. Like, he's, I'm, I'm, he must be past a thousand hours, I don't know. He's always bugged me to play it. Now I guess I, I own it. <laughs> you have no excuse now, Andy. It's even VR compatible. When I played it at EGX one year, I, I played it in VR. It was pretty cool. You sit in the cockpit, like, picking all the switches. Beep, boop, beep, boop. Problem is, I'm terrible at flying spaceships. <laughs> That's why I like No Man's Sky, because it's really arcadey. <laughs> uh, there's a new Humble Bundle. Um, if you pay 76p, you get Out There Omega Edition and Toe Jam and back in the groove. If you pay more than the average, you also unlock Super Hot, Moonlighter, and Shishel, Cherry Edition. And if you pay £9.15 or more, you'll also unlock, on top of all of that, Coffee Talk, A Heart in Time, Sigma Theory, Global Cold War, and Necronator, Dead Wrong. It's a really good bundle. There are some former Words About Games top 20 games of the year in that bundle. Moonlighter. Moonlight is really underrated. I've never played it, can't call on. I've only ever heard one other person talk about Moonlighter. Uh, should we do the content drop? Why not? Why not? Just read the note. I just read the note. I wrote underneath the first one. Um, so the, we've this is the content drop with some videos you should watch and some articles you should read. The first one I found like a couple hours ago. It's mental. Um, it is an interview with Toshihiro Nagoshi um, about the the Yakuza. Yeah, so it's all about Yakuza because he's a producer on Yakuza. Um, it's a it's a like twenty five minute long video, and I wrote a note because the interview is in Japanese with subtitles, and then I watched the interview, and then I was like, "Holy crap!" Like, <laughs> go watch it. Should I read the note or should I just leave the note as a surprise? Because the go note is go watch, it. go watch it. The note is crazy. <laughs> like that that was a thing that happened, and we should talk about it in next week's post show because holy Christ. <laughs> um, I've also got uh, an article over on Eurogamer with a bunch of funny videos Spider-Man Miles Morales glitch transforming players into web slinging wheelie bins or bricks from what I've seen uh, that's a thing too uh, there's also an article on gamesindustry.biz titled Conversation as the Crewmate Understanding the Rise of Among Us uh, they talk to an analyst about Specifically about like the rise of Among Us on social media. Um, it's very fascinating. It has lots of graphs as well. Um, the last one. This is a year old. But PC Gamer re- retweeted it on, tweet- on Twitter like a couple of days ago. And I read through the whole thing. And it is genuinely fascinating to read. The 69 biggest weirdest moments of the decade in PC gaming. And it is like you go from like 2010 to 2019. And you like you hit all of the major sort of milestones. <laughs> Of like what happened in those in those ten years, and it's like, damn, I remember that. Damn, I remember that too. And it is it is interesting, so I look back on it. Hmm. It's time to games out next week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, November twenty third. There is nothing. 
November 24th, World of Warcraft Shadowlands. PC, what lies beyond the world you know, the Shadowlands. Resting place for the ever immortal soul, vicious or vile that has ever lived. Journey through planes of, pl planes of torment and imprisonment to those of rebirth and eternal reward. Coming that same day on PC, Football Manager 2021. The new additions and game upgrades deliver added levels of depth, drama, and football enthusiasm? No. I'm not looking. What's happening? Something for uh, drama and football authenticity. Authenticity, yeah, whatever. Uh, thank you anyway, don't worry me. Uh, football Manager 2021 empowers you like never before to develop your managerial prowess and command success <laughs> at your club. The way you're writing that, sorry, the way you're reading that reminded me of that one FIFA trailer that EA did at E3 that one year where they had Idris Elba talking about, <laughs> talking about uh, f football like it was the, the, the most important thing in the world. I don't know why I just flash back to it. I need to find that trailer now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> really funny. November 25th, there is no game. November 26th, Spirit of the North Enhanced Edition for the PlayStation 5. Did you not know, ladies and gentlemen, the PlayStation 5 came out this year, today on the UK? That Amy Alexander, Kate Alexander has one behind her. She kind of wants us to stop me talk. kind of wants me to stop talking now just so she can get back to playing the awesome games on it. Yeah, we've got 25 minutes. That's okay. Spirit of the North Enhanced Edition is a single-player third-person adventure game inspired by the breathtaking and mysterious landscapes of Iceland. The story takes roots with various pieces of uh, my brain's fine. Nordic folk folklore. Nordic folklore. And there's no game coming out on November 27th. It's now time, ladies and gentlemen, for the open critic head-to-head. Yeah, I totally haven't just been going through every single uh, Football Manager Games Open Critic page. <laughs> Sorry, I suppose I should do the intro. This is Open Critic Head to Head, a game myself and Moody play every single week where we try to guess the Open Critic average of one upcoming game. Whoever guesses closest to the score gets one point. If you manage to guess the score correctly, you get two points. Last week, we tried to guess the Open Critic score of Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. And it was very close. <laughs> I guessed it would get an 83. Moody guessed it would get a 78. And at the time of recording, it, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity has an Open Critic average of bang on 80. One point up and it would have been mine. But hey ho, sometimes you don't always get what we want. Damn, that should someone should make that a song. That puts the current scores at eight. Is the joke is it is a song? Can always give me. Honestly, my humor is wasted on these people. If anybody wants to apply to be a podcaster, hit me, hit me up on Twitter. <laughs> the current scores at Amy twenty one, Moody twenty one with three draws. Uh, how many weeks of the podcast have we got left? <laughs> uh, we finished Christmas. on the final week before Christmas, don't we? Yeah. The four weeks. All right, cool. I'll read them this time, and then the last, next time I'll read them One, is, you know, two, three, when four, it's all yeah. said and done. Yeah. Um, we finished on the week I finished at college. So I weeks. have guessed closest. 
so far in 2020 on Dreams, Warcraft 3, One Punch Man, Half-Life, Phalanx, Resident Evil 3, Gears Tactics, Legends of Runeterra, Deep Rock Galactic, Mani, Xenoblade Chronicles, West of Dead, Ghost of Tsushima, Other Side, Surgeon Simulator 2, Super Mario 3D All-Stars, Remothered, Broken Porcelain, Amnesia Rebirth, Pikmin 3, and Dirt, I also guessed Carrion correctly. By being immature and saying it will get a 69, and it did. Moody is guessed correctly in 2020 so far. Zombie Army 4, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, XCOM Chimera Squad, Command and Conquer Remastered, Iron Man VR, Deadly Premonition 2, Fall Guys, Total War, Troy, Flight Simulator, Avengers, Necromunda, FIFA 21, Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity. He's also managed to guess the score correctly for three games. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Serious Sam 4, and Spider-Man Miles Morales. The three draws were for The Last of Us Part 2, SpongeBob SquarePants, and Star Wars Squadrons. Moody's pretty salty about all three of those games because after we'd finished recording the podcast, all three of those games went in his direction. <laughs> yes. Uh, this week we're guessing the overcritic average of Football Manager 2021. It's totally my area of expertise, Moody. <laughs> I'm fucking locked, loaded, and ready to go. I've got a grand total of like two hours in Football Manager. How many have you got? Uh, I'd say a good 100 plus. Ah, shit. In various I games might be, of I Manager, might, even more. I might be, I might be outmatched here, guys. Uh, no, it's, it's a look at the draw, basically. It's a look at the guess. Uh, uh, yeah, Moody, what do you think Football Manager 2021 is going to sit? 85. Moody guessed at 85. Okay. I could roll dice again. That worked really well for me last time. Do it. <laughs> nah, they're all... It'll be an 84, and it'll be an 84, and you'll get I two points. I don't know why they are. Um, I'm going to guess 80. It's just a straight 8 out of 10. Because, again, I'm using all of my knowledge about football and football manager to like make an, a, just an airtight guess about what football manager is, is going to get. Um, I watched a lot of Fix play. That's got to count for something. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's it. That's it what for number, the, what, the what number did you say? Eight, 80. Yeah. Well, that's gonna be interesting. Um, yeah, that's it for the podcast. Um, as a whole, we've got plenty of time. After so we were rushing. So at the time where you start skipping a few stories and deleting some, you actually have plenty of time still. Yeah, we got plenty of time for a post show. We're gonna have a post show. Yeah, not really. Yeah, no, it's in okay, the thing. So it's in the intro. Yeah. <laughs> like we can't not do something that's in the intro. Was gonna be in the in the, in the, in the intro Don't start because like, the only reason I deleted it. that was because you sent me a message before the podcast saying like we should move it further down because we shouldn't have even. We're not going to have much to say about it because it's not a big deal. I don't think we would have a lot, of say, lot to say about so it. So that's why I thought it was safe for, for deletion. <laughs> God, all my current PS4. Cool. How, uh, going off from your uh, few hours you've had of it, how has the PlayStation 5 been so far? You've only got. I've like had an hour and a half. Like, like an hour and a half, yeah. Um, I don't so... think I've got that actually. Hold on, I can check because I've got 
The timer, it'll tell you. Actually, that's a good point. There is a timer now. Sorry, apologies if the podcast went weird for a second. I was just opening my folder. There are timers on there, but what I was thinking was I've got the recordings because I made footage. Uh, now we're in 25 minutes of, of Astro's Playroom. I don't really know if that's like. I can't really base much on that other than the controller is incredible, like, because it's a controller demo. Um, yeah, the controller is ridiculous. Like, the the way the, the the adaptive triggers and the haptic feedback work. Like, I'm tr- like I'm I'm gonna have to struggle to figure out how to even describe it for the podcast uh, on next week. Um, when I sit down and talk about it, because it's like it was, it's a cheap cop out to say it, but it's I think it's one of those things you've literally just got to feel for yourself. Um, yeah, yeah. Like it's there's moments where it'll just start raining. And it's like the the way the the rumble goes, and like matches like the the raindrops that are hitting. Is Astrobot called just? It's just Astrobot, right? That's the little dude's name, right? Astrobot, Astrobot. Yeah, the guy, yes, Astrobot. Yeah, when it starts when it starts hitting the little Astrobot dude, and then it starts like setting off the, the way it starts setting off the the vibrations in the controller. It's ridiculous. So like when you you're walking along a surface. And then, like, you, you, you're walking along just like a normal thing, and then you just start walking in grass. Or you start walking on metal. <coughs> Excuse me. Or you start walking through mud, and it changes the way the the way the controller's rumbling. It, I don't have the words. It's it's crazy. Like, you pull in a... There's a, there's a, pachinko, a gacha machine. So you get coins when you're collecting them uh, in Astro's Playroom. Yeah. And you, you spend them on, on a gacha machine. You just you pull a lever, you get a thing out, you smash it open, and it's got like collectibles in it. Um but like the feedback on the on the triggers just from that of being like you, you catch the, the the ball and then you pull the trigger down and it goes down a little bit as you like squeeze the the ball and it doesn't release until it breaks. So then the trigger releases all the way down as you break the the ball. Like it's simulating the actual like physicality of of like squeezing this this thing and then breaking it. It's it's, it's like it's next gen. Like <laughs> it's I'm the... tempted to buy the ge- the the controller itself just because it hooks up to the PC just to give it a try. Yeah, like, like someone will eventually put a put a driver out so that all of this stuff works um, on PC games as well. Um, yeah, like I, like I can only imagine how what it'll feel like just for one of my favorite sports games in F one. Yeah, like right? trying to feel the like, clutch and the hits of the cars and everything. yeah, because oh, it's all oh it's all about God. physicality. So yeah. you'll you'll be able to feel all of that. Like there's a, there was a moment where um, it's in the very early stages of the game. Where you're like flying through and there's stuff going past, like whizzing past you on either side, and it's it sets the things off on 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 either side. So like if something goes past on the right, the right kind of side of the controller will vibrate, but it doesn't do it in the way that like an Xbox controller does. Yeah. Where it's like there's two fucking vibration settings on an Xbox One controller, which is like a lot, and then holy shit, it's gonna vibrate into another dimension. Like those are the two speed settings of the vibration. <laughs> 
vibration triggers on your Xbox. Yeah. Like this is like it's 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 like you could tell it's like if you closed your eyes and and you know you, you're going through and the things come in and it's like you can use the the just the feeling of the vibration in the controller to tell how far away the thing is as it's gone past you. Like that's how how detailed the the haptic feedback is. It's crazy. Crazy. And like they've been talking about like they've they've already done patches for some PS4 games to actually make use of like some of this stuff. Yeah. So like The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah. And honestly, no, that horrifies me because I remember that game. And I'm thinking, no, how are they going to patch the, how are you going to use the haptic feedback in it? And then, like, I just have this, like, flashback of PTSD of, like, stabbing people in the neck, like, oh. Oh, Oh, yes. Oh, God. Oh, yes. Oh, God. You can only imagine it in the final scene. Not the final scene, the final fight. Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah, so, like, I was looking at that, picking that game back. Uh, back up from Boomerang over the Christmas break because I want, kind of want platinum it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's like, oh, if it's got all that haptic feedback stuff in it, it'll be really fun for like one kill and then it'll just be like slow, it'll just be like the slow descent into madness. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's like God of War has it as well where it's like there'll be this haptic feedback on the weapons and like throwing the axe and stuff and it's like, it'll like, oh, it just sound it's just like, there's reading about it, which we've both done a lot of um, yeah. for this podcast. And then there's just like having my hands on the controller and like getting to experience it. Just being like, this is like, this is next gen in a way that the games don't feel like they are right now, which mm. is understandable because most launch titles for next gen consoles don't feel next gen. Um, and like, but the controller really does feel like I've bought a new console. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's that's what everyone's saying when it comes to the controller, when it comes to the PlayStation 5. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I'll... <laughs> it feels most next-gen. Yeah. Like, I, like for me, it's like, and I'm, like, I know I'm prone to hyperbole every now and again, but it, it's the only thing that feels like next-gen. <laughs> like... <laughs> Because I feel like, because I, I feel like even when I start playing like Spider Man and Sackboy, right? Like the things that are gonna feel next gen about that, about 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 those games, are gonna be the load times, obviously. And mm. but then it's like, however it utilizes the controller, are the only things that's gonna feel next gen. Like there's not like the, the games gonna look pretty, but um, I don't have a 4K, so that that. So I like I'm skipping out on that whole 4K experience right now, but yeah, like the controller is the only thing like that feels next year. And I haven't really, I haven't really tested the load speeds. <laughs> Although I will say, I probably have actually. So I was playing Astro's Playroom, right? And you know how like we made the jokes about like oh checking your phone and maybe he's like sending a tweet out or something when you're playing a yeah. game because you'll hit a load screen. Like, I got a drink, and I had a drink, and I was like, I'm going to play Astro's Playroom while I wait for for 8 o'clock, so we record this podcast. And I put the drink, opened the drink, put it down, and I didn't get a chance to even have a sip, because it was just all game all the time. <laughs> wow. And I was like, shit, I didn't even take a drink of my drink, man. Like, <laughs> How, oh, crap. You're going to be like, oh, no. Thank God there's a pause button so I can go through a toilet. <laughs> like streamers, streamers, like you have like hydrate as one of their options for like, 
you know, when you spend points in chat and stuff, like, they're going to fucking need that if they play it on the play. And from what I've heard, the Xbox is even faster. Like, they're going to have to fucking... People are going to need to remember, tell them to remember to hydrate because there's just not, there's just no pause in the gameplay long enough to take a drink. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's um, fantastic. Well. But yeah, I'll expand upon all this in the in the weekly review uh, next Monday. Because on Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's the uh, the PS5 review episode. So I'll be reviewing the console. I'll be reviewing the controller, <clears throat> which I'll probably do at the same time as I talk about Astro's Playroom because that's what that was designed for. Um, I'll also be talking Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Sackboy, uh, Sackboy's Big Adventure? I can never remember the full title of that game. Yeah, I think it's Sackboy's Big Adventure, yeah. Um, Bugsnax, I want to check out No Man's Sky, um, because I want to see what, I want to see what a a last-gen game with next-gen enhancements looks like. Um, so I've, I've, I bought, it's a free upgrade, but you know, you have to go in and actually purchase the thing. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, next Monday it's the Amy Show because yeah, I'm going to be so quiet. I'm just going to be like, and bug snacks. Well, if you bring your IP, ISP, you'll be talking about Yakuza. I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end, but you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it should add the school first, and then you say I played Yakuza. Nah, that would be weird if it was like, it's the PS5 show, but first we need to talk about the game you play on Xbox. Because he's going to be quiet for the rest of the episode. <laughs> um, no, no, I hope you ask me a lot of questions about I everything. Um, but you remember I was complaining about the apps last week? Yes. Um, how the Xbox, they've taken loads of functionality out of the Xbox app. So I saw you were playing Yakuza. Yes. Um, and I was like, I wonder how far Moody is into playing Yakuza. Let me have a look because I have the Xbox app and I can see that he's playing playing it because it's one of the only things the Xbox app does. <laughs> Guess what? They've taken the achievement section out of the app as well. <laughs> no. Couldn't find the achievements. And then I went online and it's like, no, they're not there anymore. <laughs> I was like, fucking Jesus. Is there anything <laughs> left of this fucking app? <laughs> I can imagine it for you. Switch that over. To the experience I had today. So I was doing the thing, setting the PS5 up, and I was like, oh man, I'm gonna have to sign in, like, because I've got a password, fault password. So it's like just a bunch of random letters and numbers and whatever else. And I was like, fuck, I'm gonna have to type this in with the controller on the on screen keyboard. Nah, 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 nah. You can sign in, or you just open the app, push this button, and then scan this QR code. <laughs> And I, went, oh, right, cool. wow. and I just scanned it and it signed me in on my PS5. And then not only that, and um it's it signed me in on my PS5, and then my phone went, Do you want to install these these two because I had claimed bug snacks on PS Plus. And obviously I'd bought the No Man's Sky or like purchased the No Man's Sky upgrade. So then it came up on my phone, Do you want to install these games? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> and it was like, cool, we'll start installing them while the console's setting up. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> all right, then. <laughs> Wait, while you were setting it all up, they already started installing the games for you? Yeah. That's insane. I'm guessing the Xbox should be able to do that, is doing that as well. But yeah, Honestly, I can't comment. But yeah, it was like, yeah. it was because the app knew that the games, I had them. So it was just like, do you want to install them? Yeah, and it was installing them as I was as I was 
doing the thing. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> like, it was so cool. Like, there's oh. so much about this console that's so cool. I actually used one of the... Uh, this will be the last story because I don't want to just be, like, repeating everything I'm saying now to you later, like, on, on Monday. Um, but I actually used one of the guides. You know, like, one of the things, like, if you're a PS Plus member. And it's so easy. <laughs> like, I was like, I didn't even have to look. It's like the game knew what I was looking for. <laughs> like, I just push the button and it comes up and it's got... You push the PlayStation button and then all the tiles come up and it's like all the different levels. And obviously the one I was in was the one that was highlighted and it told me like how what percentage of stuff I collected. Um, and I just, all I did was click it and then it was like, here are the, the trophies. And it was like, one of them was for like all the collecting the artifacts in Astro's Playroom. And I was like, well, cool, because that's what I'm stuck on. Because <laughs> like I can see the thing, but I don't know how to get into it. And I clicked it and it showed me what to do. And then I just went, all right, cool. And then I just backed out and replicated the thing. And it was like, it was so like quick and snappy and seamless. And normally, you know, you have to fumble to get to YouTube and then find the thing and then find yep. the right bit. And then it was just, this was just like, it was like a 90 second video. And it's like, you need to be here. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, I see it. <laughs> Brilliant. Very good. Like, yep. it's, uh... we'll go more in depth on that on Monday. So yeah, we will. We will. Fantastic. Once I've played more than like two hours of the console. Um, so, so, wait, so what's your sleep cycle going to be like? <laughs> um, I'm going to try and get some before we play Among Us on Saturday night, but we'll see. <laughs> see how she says, I'm going to try and get some on Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen. This is, we, are, we record on a Thursday. <laughs> this episode might actually drop earlier for you. She might just get it. There. <laughs> No, might not even release because she forgot to do it. <laughs> that's that's more likely. Um, yeah, I was likely. in, I was in Avril's chat yesterday because she was streaming, um, and I popped in on a chat and I was like, I mean, the odds are like fifty-fifty. I even turn up for Among Us on Saturday night. <laughs> I won't lie, I think that is. Yeah. Oh, bless. But then I was like, Nah, I need to get more revenge for last week. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll be able to hop into the game. Yeah, <laughs> you're the, game. the only person oh, I don't. Right. I haven't got a need for vengeance on because, like, you weren't there. I know. So. I know. Hopefully, we'll be both the imposters and we're just like, <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. My <laughs> recklessness plus your recklessness. Chaos. <laughs> be, so the chaos would be amazing. The thing is, we've been both so straight away because we're like, well, Amy and David are still alive. <laughs> no, no, no. I've got a new <laughs> one because, well, my new one is fucking. For Amy out, right? Like that's the whole fucking thing now. So like, if I'm still yeah, alive, it's only because he's. Yeah, it must be a self report so it's. If I'm if I'm still alive, it's just because these fuckers haven't voted me out yet. Like, <laughs> bastards. <laughs> I didn't even do anything. I oh, know you didn't. <laughs> Russell just had it out for you that day. <laughs> that I know, right? And then he wasn't even the imposter. Five I seconds know. as the vote was coming up, and he was like, "Well, I think Amy self-reported," and I was like, "What? <laughs> Based on what? Excuse me? <laughs> Based on the fact that he was apparently trying to be really clever. Yeah, he's an idiot, but you know, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I just, I just keep plot along, doing my tasks, singing my songs." 
one time you didn't do your task. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I told her about that as well when I was in a chat yesterday. I was like, you know, the game, one of the, like, because we were talking about Among Us, and a chat had been watching her. And obviously, like, I was there and I was like, yeah, I'm going to get my revenge. I'm coming for all of you. Like, if I'm imposter, y'all fucked. (laughs) Um, And it was like, you know, that one that you won. Yeah. It's like, you know, I was just hovering around my last task, not doing it out of spite. (laughs) Like, it doesn't take anything away from from the fact that she she got through the whole match and not and like didn't get voted out or anything. But I was like, yeah, I did do my last task in that one because I I didn't feel like it. <laughs> it was the one where uh, it wasn't the one where I went to go pee. I can't remember which one it was, but I was just like, fucking. Oh, I might have actually no. No, I think I think it was the. Uh... She basically convinced him that it was you, wasn't it, or something, wasn't it? I, I don't know. There was so many movies. It happened like four or five times. Yeah. You got kicked that vote out four or five times. Like, yeah. I think it was just the culmination of, of everything, right? And I just went, not doing it. <laughs> not doing it. No. Not doing it. Yeah. No, no, no. Not doing Screw it. you all. Let's get rid of you guys. I'm going home. No way, I'm already home. No way, I'm dead. <laughs> then I did, but then I didn't even get, like it would have been fine if I could have in hide and seek when we played hide and seek later if I could have been the serial killer and just brutally murdered everyone because then I feel like I would have got it out of my system but the game yeah. didn't even give me that <laughs> oh bless like I couldn't even have that it was like damn it the only reason we played for so long was because like the last few I was just hitting start button before anyone could say they were leaving just desperately trying to like Get the imposter once, just so I can kill some of them. <laughs> I'll I'll even do it in the open where everyone's there, just so I can kill somebody. <laughs> well, I have to, right? I'd have to do it as fast as possible because it vote me out either way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like Amy's still alive; she's still so easily, clearly, guys. Self-bought, clearly. I didn't even report the body. <laughs> it's clearly self-bought. It's clearly Amy. So we all know this, yeah. Yeah. yeah Amy self-reported alive. again, guys. It was Keith. Keith found the body. I I don't know what's happening. Well, we've all voted for you anyway. No, all right, great. Oh, good. Thanks. 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 I can't wait for the moment where they all vote me, vote for me. But I've seen like if I've seen like say like say like you've killed someone, mm. and I've seen you do it. But then they all vote for me, and I just go, "Okay, cool." Well, I mean, I saw someone murder murder someone, but I'm not going to say who it was now. <laughs> like, I will get that petty. Like, I will reach that level of pettiness where I'll just be like, "I'm not going to tell you who it was." <laughs> but what, what I will say to that person is, "Godspeed." <laughs> Respect on you. <laughs> Godspeed, I will make sure to sabotage the ship as best as I can by completing zero tasks. <laughs> Have a fun murder spree. <laughs> That's seriously one where I was up to that last week. It was, it was insane. Even in the fucking group chat. <laughs> Amy is not the fucking imposter. <laughs> Alright, cool. That's going to do it for episode whatever number I said it was of the Words About Games podcast. Thank you very much for joining us. Check out the video on Monday because it's going to be great. I'm going to get to talk about PlayStation 5 for like probably an hour and a half. I'm going to have a pillow on my shoulder that's gone. 
Nah, Moody's going to be engaged and asking questions. He knows he has to because I fired the last person we did a review discussion podcast about because he was just sit still staring at the screen. Uh, yeah. Um, like that, yeah. But uh, that's not what Moody's going to do, I'm sure. Moody's got, I'm sure you've got a lot of questions about PS5, DualSense 5, Spider Man. Sackboy. If you play Sackboy, we can talk about Sackboy. I will see what I can do. I've got some some work to do for college, but yeah, I'll see what. If I can you don't, do. no big deal. I know. It just sucks that you didn't get in Spider Man. I am very tempted to just go out and buy it on PlayStation Four, and then I could just trade it in with the PlayStation Four and the Xbox One S when I go and get my PlayStation Five. Hopefully in January if they have stock. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um. Yeah. Fair. So you can even do that now because there's, there's going to be no PS4 like after after Miles there's probably going to be no PS4 exclusives that you're going to miss between now and getting your PS5 mm. and you can't miss any of your Xbox exclusives because you've got a gaming PC with Game Pass yeah. <laughs> like you could get rid of both of your consoles after you play Miles that'd be fine mm-hmm. um, but yeah I'm sure they'll be stuck uh, in January I think so. sometime yeah, I think so, I think so. Um, and then we can be PS5 buddies. We can play Apex yeah. Legends on next gen. Yeah. And then be like, sorry, you, Keith. Keith. <laughs> Screw you, Keith. We left you. We abandoned you. Ha ha ha. We replaced. And then, Why are then you then talking it'll... like you're in a kung fu movie? <laughs> I don't know. And then, and, and, then it, and then it'll become true cross-platform. And then we'll just get then we'll just get um foxes in because I know he downloaded it again on PC. Did he know? Yeah, once it, you know what? Once it becomes cross-play, cross-platform, I am just going to yeah. download on my PS5. <laughs> and then you, me, Foxes <clears throat> will dominate the Apex land. Whatever um, it's called. Yeah, Apex. Look at, yeah, sure, why not? Nah, I would, I'd still want to play with Keith. It'd be funny watching him run around, like, you know, on, a, on a, like, 30 frames or something. Like, you know what I mean? Just like, <laughs> just like, wow, you can really tell the difference. <laughs> Wow, did you, do you see Amy? Just look how great the blood is from this gun. Look on how, this gun right now. Look how There's... look how Amy and Moody have 15 kills each. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're giving me too much high praise there. Uh, that's going to do it. Let's get out of here. I've got a PlayStation to play for the next 40 hours. Straight. I've Say bye, Moody. Bye, Amy. Bye.